hands on this situation. Where is Ja? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even make sense of this. And then I was like, on oh my ja? god. I felt really old. I was like, was Endo even alive in 2009? Yeah. Kind in of. 2010? 2001. Yeah, you know. I... 9-11, 2010. Hey, listen. Never forget. <laughs> Reminds me of that terrible tragedy. All right, oh, let's, let's see. It's September 11th, 2010. Anything interesting happen on that day? Uh, there was or a memorial for a whole tragedy. Yeah, Florida, guarantee Florida man um, would be a thing. Jesus, Saturday, September 11, 2010. It's my favorite, um, favorite fighter plane of all time. What? It's like three. Well, I'll tell you, nothing great happened. Yeah. September 11, 2010. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Toogie's Take Podcast. We'll see how much of that we leave in. We are back again, us, the guys, the fellows. A thankfully feeling much better. Endo Mills is back here with us. Endo, good to see you. Hi, I'm Green. And of course... Mr. Uh, Sinski for the Winski here mm -hmm. as well. Sin, how are you? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, big old ball of love, big old EASHL enjoyer here. <laughs> if there's anything that can be said about us, it's that we love World of Chell. <laughs> just the name. Just the World of Challenged Hockey. Oh, it's it's a challenge to play that version of hockey, let me tell you. In two ways of the word. Sure. We'll take With that out. That. Damn it. <laughs> nope, we'll leave it in. There we go. Endo Mill is officially canceled. Um, With that, yeah, we are back to talk about actual hockey. Aside from, well, no, let's be honest. It's actual hockey because, Sid, I don't know if you noticed, but the NHL like to pretend that the Sharks games in Prague never happened. They had those two instances, like uh, the Rangers lightning game on Tuesday, where what the refs were mic'd up and they were basically like, here's the official start of the NHL season, puck drop. Apparently those two Sharks games never happened, so um, you don't have two losses on the year yet. Damn it. So like we have to work extra hard to get Bedard. There it is! Hashtag it! <laughs> Oh, boy. We are going to talk about everything that's happened in the world of hockey the past couple of days. We'll get into your viewer questions here rather quickly. Before that, though, as always, need to mention that this podcast is brought to you by the lovely people at Manscaped. You can get 20% off your order and free shipping when you use code Tuki at checkout at Manscaped.com. Manscaped, your number one destination everything related of course to male grooming grooming in general let's not let's not behold it to just to just the men everybody can enjoy circular deodorant i was waiting for endo mills he's looking for it he's looking for it and the uh the loose skin I know where it is. trimmer it's it's fantastic it's it puts your mind at ease and that's what I mean, you need i mean in a certain little regards bit. it's still sharp shit around your your bits like <laughs> let's let's call you but know, if you're gonna trust here. 
If you're going to trust anyone with sharp shit around your bits, let it be Manscaped. Go to Gia Checkout. 20% off and free shipping. Hashtag. She does this for the five people who watch us on YouTube. And, and Circular. 70-something. <laughs> 70 to 100 something. Uh, Yeah, but you know? we all know it's, it's still only five people. They're just committed. <laughs> they to, just keep rewatching. They, they just have us on loop. <laughs> they just tab out anyway, so. And we thank that. Right? How many people are actually like they do for the most part? Just probably tab out of it, right? Yeah. Instead of like, oh, let's, let's do it now. Let's just ask them. Like, if you if you're actually watching us and not just like tabbing out, like drop a drop a like. Yeah, my leave a comment. Subscribe. Like, comment. Subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> hit that bell, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> For another upload that's like two days behind. Oh. Tuki say podcast consistency. What? I mean, consistently inconsistent. We are the EA Sports of podcasting. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. No, I'd like to think. Indeed. Manscaped.com. Go to. <laughs> Thank you to them. Thank you to you. Let's get to some viewer questions here again. As always, the link to the Discord's in the description. You can leave a question, a random question like these people did. Good Lord. First one is from Scroopy Noopers. What is your favorite fighter plane of all time? How many fighter planes are there? And it's going to be the Red Baron, even though that's a dude, but the plane, <laughs> because it reminds me of pizza. Uh, what next question the reference i understand this reference my okay. favorite fighter plane <laughs> p-51 cadillac of the sky shout out to christian bale <laughs> to, to kid christian bale i don't know I don't it's kid six. christian y'all <laughs> <laughs> well i know can you somehow uh come up with an answer for this i'm intrigued Okay, so uh, my actual answer is the Avro Arrow. So this was a canceled... I actually know a lot about this because Canadian history, they shove it down your throat. Look at this one thing we had and then the government was like, hey, this is too much. We're going to replace it with like a like a like an air to sea like nuclear like explosive instead. So the Avro Arrow was <laughs> this like... This too much. Let's get a nuclear explosive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the Avro Arrow was like this revolutionary air flight, like obviously because it's a fucking plane. Um flight like a uh, plane that was supposed to be um revolutionary. Uh it was supposed to hit like Mach 2 back in the like the 1950s, which was like unheard of at the time. It was like as fast as like the the fastest commercial airline was of the Commodore. And it was awesome it was it looked really cool they have like concept things of it but then one day the government just went yeah fuck it let's get some bombs instead and just, just tore down the whole thing it would have pushed aviation like tenfold completely there's your history lesson with that no military mm -hmm. respect it i want to say oh, my yeah. second choice would have been the uh the fighter jet in battlefield 4 that's my my second favorite fighter plane <laughs> of all time I like the there one that the that the uh, that the the U.S. government mothballed after spending trillions on. It's my favorite. I feel like that yeah. can apply for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, are you still talking fighter planes here. 
Well, speaking of fighter jets, from Tomas, would you rather be a fighter jet, a submarine, or a race car? Assume car rules where you're a sentient creature and can exist otherwise. <laughs> what the fuck? What cars what? rules are you talking about? And what you? Oh, are you talking? Oh, is he talking Pixar? Oh, are we talking oh, like? Oh, they're, they're okay. like like Transformers fucking cars right? rules. I'm like, what car rules yes. say that you could be sentient as a car? Fucking okay. Elon Musk sucks. <laughs> you ever so watched Bumblebee? Like, so in like a Disney Pixar universe, would you rather be a submarine, a fighter jet, or a race car? Now, um, here's how I look at this question. Universe. Here's how I look at this question. What would your enemy be? Because that's the problem, right? Especially if we're talking like 80s, 90s, or earlier animation where the fucking villainous, you know, where the villainous protagonists, the antagonist, um, big motor, were actually scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, if you did you ever see like Oliver and Company? No. I watched Herbie Fully Loaded once. Great fucking movie. Um, like the, you know, the antagonist in that film, fucking scary for small kids. I feel like, you know, you had moments even like, you know, Little Mermaid with Ursula back in the day. Mm. Be some scary shit for little kids. So if it's a Cars universe, what the hell would the enemy be for a submarine? Would it be a fucking battleship? Would it be a <laughs> fucking shark? Like a, a mine in the in the ocean. <laughs> a That's mine, it. a literal floating minefield there we go yeah i mean for like a jet who knows for a car i mean it would be um paul walker anti anti-air and then the other one's just um <laughs> a towing company i'm still laughing <laughs> <laughs> Toogie said holy shit um i don't know i'd be a, I'd be a fighter jet because i don't because i want to fly what's my enemy up there other fighter jets i don't yeah. know so you'd just be living top. Uh, so the way I see this is like, do you want to fly? Do you want to be like amphibious or not even amphibious? Do you want to live in the water or do you want to, you know, be stuck in traffic all the time? <laughs> I mean, you, you live in California. This is kind of biased on like one favor not right. being picked. It's like, so. cool. You can be a race car. Awesome. Are you going to be stuck making left-hand turns or are you going to be stuck in traffic? Those Dude, are I live in I'm going to be rusted out within three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! The fucking weather here, so definitely not a car. We are still your talking biggest about enemy is right gridlock. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Ah, oh. this is revenge for for Isha last night. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, let's go fighter jet. I think I. Well, mm. now see, is this in an expanded universe? So it's like, if I pick submarine, can I be friends with, like, Sebastian from The Little Mermaid and every other, like, water-based animated film? Because it's car, yeah, it's, it's car rules, said the car's right? rules, but I, I, I didn't say anything about the universe. I, yeah, I don't know. That's why I just give a general answer, and if I overthink it, my brain breaks. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do the rest of the podcast. Endo, did you give a final answer? Did I miss it? Um, no. Uh, fucking hell, I don't know. I need a tank. Fucking, I just run people over. Fucking hell, I just whatever. I don't care. Fuck you. Yeah, it's my two day. military vehicles and then a civilian vehicle. 
it seems like yeah. a bit of a weighted, weighted question. So Endo can be mm. a tank. There we go. We've yeah. covered all the all the three branches of the military. Don't ask, don't tell. Our next question comes from RG Dust. It's a bit of a loaded one, so we'll uh, answer it the way we fucking want to. Uh, best sports movie or show from each of the major sports in North America. North so, American. North American, yeah. So well, I wasn't yeah. going to call him out on the typo, but you can. Um, yeah, I'm an asshole. Favorite, let's start off with, with football, the gridiron. Favorite football. movie or show that's football related. Remember the Titans. 100% yeah. every time. Mm, yeah, that's, that's tough to... Uh, that is tough to pick against. Damn. Um, God, best football movie. Jesus, or show. I mean, you didn't like Concussion with Will Smith? I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, saw, I've, I think I've seen it once, but I barely remember it. I just remember that terrible African accent. Yeah. Um... God, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Friday Night Lights movie from 2004 for football. I like that one. I know, I've never seen the show, but I like the movie that it was based on. Billy Bob Thornton in it. Oh yes, yeah, I saw that in theaters. I remember. And then the dad that movie. beats the shit out of his kid all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Okay, <laughs> I was just making sure I had the right one. Okay, so I just the best baseball. The best baseball movie or show of all time. This is so Major tough because I'm torn. Oh, shit. I'm torn between two. I got to go Sandlot, though. Even though Rookie of the Year is mm. awesome, Sandlot is, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, but it's it's got to be Major League for me. I mean. I'll be real on. with y'all. I barely watch sports movies. I barely watch sports movies. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think for baseball, it'd probably be, yeah, Sandlot. Um, favorite winter sport. I don't give a fuck. We're just jumping it. No, if it's not favorite... cool runnings, then fuck you. If it's not cool runnings, then fuck <laughs> all of you. What is your favorite basketball movie, White Man Can't Jump? <laughs> it was like Mike, but, you know, that works, too. Oh, fair. Dude, yeah, fair. When, I was, when I was younger, I had my braids in. Like, I just full braided up, like, cornrows. People thought I was fucking little Bow Wow. <laughs> wow. And I'm not they sure it's because I was in like a white a neighborhood. in Toronto or what? I thought, I thought well, my neighborhood was predominantly white, so. Oh. Ah. White, so Asian. Uh, there's going to be like three black people, and we and were no all friends. Drake. The only black <laughs> <in Toronto>. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? My mom actually knows Drake's mom. Hard flex? I don't fucking know, but like, whatever. Impressive. Best. Yeah basketball movie is coach carter hands down hmm. that one i haven't seen Ow. either i have to watch that. it's a good one man it's, uh, Shit, i'm trying to think i thought there was one i was samuel L. jackson at his best oh yeah you have one endo you can go because i'm still thinking i said like mike oh for right. basketball yeah Shit, man. that's a good one and the rat there's going to the eat his shoes they cut him up um, I don't you know. I guess that? I just go Space Jam because I don't. I can't think of another one. Fair enough. The, and the, the new top... one or the old one? Yeah, right. Has any has anyone here seen the LeBron James version seen, of Space no. Jam? I, I have no desire to see that. Don't. <laughs> don't. Save your time. Good. 
don't. <laughs> oh, actually, oh, they said shows. They said shows too. Uh, yeah. fucking the. No, I forgot the name of it. The, the HBO thing that was on Jordan. Everyone knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, the last oh. dance. Yes, yeah. thank you. And I took that person. Right. That was <laughs> fuck fantastic. <laughs> it was. That was such a I, good doc. I am trying to avoid documentaries for my choices. Like I don't know, because shows, I mean, documentaries count, oh, but I, I view shows mean, yeah. I view shows as like a Friday Night Lights or That's fair. like hard knocks or something for the NFL side of things I, I would use as an that's answer. Fair. Yeah, that's but okay. yeah, documentaries are a bit Space Jam. Okay. Yeah. They're in their own kind of conversation. Which brings us to the best or favorite hockey movie or show. I mean it's miracle. There's some amazing, amazing you know, options here. It's miracle. Kurt Russell, baby. Miracle. Endo. Endo. Favorite what? hockey movie or show? Um, I'm gonna go recent. I'm gonna go recent and say uh, Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny slash Shorzy. Oh, I have not seen an episode of Shorzy. I'll be honest. Oh, it's fucking I've hilarious. I've not seen an episode of either of those shows. Oh, my God. Don't say that too loudly when you come here. That'll get you shot. Okay. <laughs> I'll get you fucking put in the casket. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, it's hard to go against Miracle, but I'm going to say D3. Fair. Ooh, D3, huh? Yeah, D3. I think that was the best one because it was still goofy as shit, but at the same time, it was like, like there was, it was nice. It was like a coming of age. Hey, learn how to play real fucking hockey and nerds, type of movie, you know, like hard work shit. Quit struggling to beat Iceland, you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking, we're taking this seriously now. <laughs> yeah, let's beat the varsity team at this school, just by, just by fucking playing good defense, baby. Of course, your favorite would be something that involves people playing good defense. Yeah. I don't John get Tortorella to see that too podcast. often, do I? <laughs> do we have a team identity? Nope. <laughs> John Tortorella of this podcast. Um, and our final question, still movie related. I don't know how this worked out with Jet Fighter, Jet Fighter, movie, yeah. movie. Uh, uh, from Hawks, the most underrated movie franchise of all time. That's so Halloween tough. Town. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> franchise so it has to be a franchise of movies Man. yeah that's a tough one <sighs> i don't know if it has a franchise can it be underrated you know mm. if it was popular enough to generate a series of movies is it really that underrated gremlins because apparently that's coming back again oh why? Like, i don't know why i don't know why like apparently like at comic-con this year at New York, there was a fuck ton of Gremlins merge out of out of nowhere, and no one knew why. No one knew why. Apparently, it's coming back. Oh, they were in um, uh, you know how Warner Brothers made that multiverses like Smash clone kind of game. Mm. No. <laughs> okay. Basically, they made a Smash clone that has like a bunch of like Warner Brothers properties in it, and the Gremlins are put into the game, and I guess they're having a big comeback. So. Here's my point. Here's my point proven. 
I uh, I went to a site. I, I typed in most underrated franchises. Cornerofilm.com. The 10 most underrated movie franchises. Number eight is Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. Number seven is Rocky. Do you know what underrated means? You have a fucking Holy statue for shit. a fictional character in fucking Philadelphia. That's not underrated. That's fucking overrated. What the fuck? They treat him like the Pope over there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. What an underrated franchise. Like, what? Yeah, it's hard. Like, just... I'm just going to say it's... Lord of the Rings because it's, it's, a, it's a cinematic masterpiece that ages incredibly, incredibly well. Yeah. And, the most uh, underrated franchise, yeah. the Star Wars prequels. There you go. <laughs> fucking Misa going to call this a fucking dumb question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> oh, Lisa got bumped up. Oh, she'd have a good Lisa. fucking jar jar too. Jesus. Hey. One I of really these like episodes the is just going to be Sin and Endo trying to go back and forth doing as many impressions as possible Probably. and seeing how long the viewer retention or the listener retention is. I mean, like, oh, our good. favorite moment, apparently, from everyone was when we did the fucking uh, Freedom Convoy wet dream with Crash. <laughs> oh people my God, I that. forgot about that. Yeah, people loved that. <sighs> that was, um... Oh, shit. That was the time. That was the time. Thank you, everybody, for your questions, as always. My God, we never know where yeah. the hell that uh, segment's gonna go, but... <laughs> Always a always a fun way to start yeah, off for the attempt show. Names. Yeah, Hawks, how dare you? <laughs> Hawks specifically. Fuck you. If you were a fighter Fuck jet you. in the Cars universe, I would fucking um, blow your ass out. The how many <laughs> Lamborghinis would you murder? <laughs> uh, seven. As long as it's not my Lambo. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh god, that kills me every time. So speaking of ridiculous things, uh boys, how much hockey did you watch over the past couple of days? And uh did you granted this might not be uh specifically applicable for Endo because I think it was more of an ESPN TNT thing, but did you invo- uh did you enjoy the uh the moving interactive digital ads on the boards? Boys, I saw that shit. The future. That sounds it. horrible. I feel like that would be very, very jarring to the eyes. Oh, it's I couldn't ridiculous. get a stream, a, a stream for any of the Sharks games when they were in Chechia, so uh, I didn't get to watch those. That's fine. Apparently, didn't need to. Yeah, it's um, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, I no one listening to this, I would expect uh, they're you know anticipating a different answer. It's brutal. Um, in terms of the idea of them stopping. No, there's way too much money to be made. Way too much money. Uh, and allow me, Sin, to uh, get you a great... So basically, like, there's no motion blur on the ads. So it's a bit jarring because here's the fast-moving play and then here's just the static digital advertisement overlaid on top of the ads that are actually there for people in the arena. There was also an example that I just sent you on Twitter of the Oilers game in which these ads started to spaz out. And it wasn't the only example 
of the ads spazzing out at some point. But again, no matter how bad this ends up looking, no matter how much they glitch out, there's way too much money to be made here. They are going to find a way to make it work as opposed to ditching the idea entirely. Much like Jersey ads and a bunch of other changes, people might not uh might not like all that much over the past little bit. The NHL's attitude is going to be, ah, get used to it because it's not going anywhere. We can make money. Yep. Like, I don't know. You if want you higher contracts? The... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want yeah, more money for the players? Mm. I don't know if you saw like what the Florida Panthers jersey looked like. Um, they have the team sponsor ad over here. They have the C on the other side of it, and then right next to the C is the All Star patch. Fucking looks terrible. Holy shit. Um, yeah. In terms of uh, a nice, you know, ad free experience in any regard, yeah, those days are gone. <laughs> Hate to tell you. And uh, no matter how shitty it looks, if there can be money, if there's money to be made, they're going to make it. Yeah. It's just it's what it That's is. It's the way of the world. Yeah. That aside, because, I mean, again, like, I I know some people are like, oh, man, Tukey, you're just going to, like, rail on these these boards and these advertisements? No. I, I've I've admitted defeat already. I don't think there's any amount of pushback from fans that um, God stop the progress. I just looked at their, I sorry, I just looked at their practice jerseys and they look fucking terrible. I'm gonna share this in the group chat with us because this looks fucking god awful. It was Uh, so like every every team has adopted like the circle like in the logo in the middle and then on the on the round the circle it says like the team name and everything. So the Florida Panthers have that with their crest. And it looks fucking garbage. Take a well, look. It's a shame the group they'll chat. never wear their practice jerseys in the game. Yeah, it like does look pretty bad, though. It looks yeah, fucking terrible. Graphic design is their passion. And let's hope, let's hope we remember to uh, put that up on oh, the video version. Yeah, for that's the, a very the, awkward thing. For the seven but... people. <laughs> Florida, Florida Panthers. Yeah. The Florida, Florida Panthers. Yeah, the Florida Florida Panthers. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's favorite jerseys. Florida team. So Why nice. The they got ads on practice jerseys. Who's going to see that? Yeah, they've always had ads on practice jerseys. Huh. Yeah. You know, just for those lovely local photographers, basically. Yeah. That's all you got. I mean, that said, a couple of other like actual talking points before we get into some of the games that happened over the past couple of days. Travis Sanheim has re-signed in Philadelphia. It is a $6.25 million per for eight-year deal. It's eight years, $6.25 million starting next year. A contract that is directly comparable to what Mackenzie Weger just signed in Calgary. And in both instances, both contracts are great because they're great players. I am shocked that Philadelphia actually did something smart. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> The most impressive thing about Travis Sanheim from an analytical perspective is that his numbers still looked good despite playing a lot of time with Rasmus Ristolainen last season. And I can think of no better compliment. No, it's it's great. <laughs> I mean, Ristolainen does nothing but hit. He's kind of bad with the puck. He had s- some offensive skill, but like, he, uh, yeah, he doesn't use it. <laughs> Like but have you considered big and Viking looking? <laughs> I have. I have considered that, and I like it. He looks dope, but I wouldn't pay him. 
<laughs> I'd want him on the battlefield with me, not on the ice. Yeah. Who decided to put ice skates on this man? <laughs> yeah, put him on his hands so he can slay the enemies. Fair enough. Uh, another interesting contract. Someone who looks good from an analytical perspective, but doesn't quite have the same sample size. The Buffalo Sabres resigned defenseman Matias Samuelson. Starts next year, seven years, $4.3 million. As of today, he has 55 NHL games played. That's a lot. <laughs> like, the term, it's good It's good for him. It could be good for the team, but, man, that's good for him. Unless mm. he's a top four. Unless he's, you know, a, a four or five guy. That That's bad. Like for the This team. is one of those, like, big-time risks from the Sabres and Kevin Adams, and it's like, okay, if, if this works, kind of like you were saying, if this works, then damn. Mm-hmm. If this doesn't work, then damn, you know? Yeah. Because that won't be the easiest contract to trade. I mean, $4 million isn't the largest chunk of change, but at the same time, you know, everyone's like, oh, the cap will go up, and... uh as we have learned over the past couple of years, there is never a guarantee that the cap is going to go up. So uh, I'm intrigued. I do think he's a he's a relatively strong player, but again, only 55 games worth of a sample size. That is a lot to bet on. Yep. And for whatever reason, the Boston Bruins signed Anton Strawman to a one-year, $1 million deal. I uh, forgot successful that. Successful <laughs> PTO. Um, yeah, well, you forgot he was a thing because he's been playing in Arizona. Oh, there you go. But, See, I was like, man, yeah, I was like, what happened to Strawman? I'm surprised he gets a mill. Why don't they just give Leak Min if he's a PTO? I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's he's fine. They could afford to do it. But it's a very Don Sweeney thing of more defense. Let's yeah. do it. More defense. <laughs> You know, not that like, hey, Pavel Zaka isn't here now and David Krejci was brought back, but it is just a very Don thing to do of all of the defense. He will will never surrender goals again because you're allowed to ice nine different defensemen on the ice at the same time, right? That's how that works. Jesus. But hey, the Bruins are undefeated so far this season. So what am I complaining about? You need mm-hmm. four defensive pairings and three lines, man. It's the new meta. <clears throat> Two lines, baby. Let's go. Who needs the third and fourth line? More <laughs> defense. Don Sweeney might be the first shirts. NHL GM in history to actually send out a line. Three forwards, two defensemen that are all just actually defensemen. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. That was oh man, remember back in the day the Blues were like one of the first teams to bring out the five forward power play. When, mm. when that was when Oshi was still a blue. Um because he was on the point, and I remember he just got absolutely smoked and they scored a shorty against him. Maybe um, one defenseman. One defenseman. Yeah, yeah that, okay. that then that became the new meta. I was like, okay, let's have one actual defenseman out there. Like, yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> Have a bit of a safety net here. Yeah, someone who can fucking skate backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Damn forwards don't know how to skate backwards. This bullshit. Um, couple of retirements as well. Andy Green yeah. 
39 years old, about to turn 40, actually, later on at the end of the month, uh, signs a one-year deal to retire as a devil, where he spent all but, uh, well, all but, we'll say two and a half seasons, a little bit less than two and a half yeah. seasons as a devil, and you know, was their captain for five years as well, ended his career with the Islanders, you know, he and Sedano Chara on that same Islanders team for the had to have been one of the oldest averaged aged defense cores in NHL history, or at least in recent memory with those two on the team. Uh, very, very solid career is the best way to sum it up. You know, I don't think there'll be too many like hockey hall of fame conversations, um, a surprising lack of, uh, of hardware in his, uh, trophy cabinet, but it's a really solid NHL player. And not too many guys have that durability to play until age 39. Yeah. But a really strong career for Andy Green. And, and he's very under the radar, too. Very under the radar. Like, Yeah, I mean, you got to figure, like, who stands out from the Devils in the past 10 years? Like, you know, he went to the cup final with them once. But... You know, it's like you think about those Devils teams, and unless, <clears throat> excuse me, unless you followed those teams. Yeah, I don't remember shit. I remember Steve Bernier because he took the fiver. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, an they're, So their teams are those kind of guys where it's like, oh, yeah, him. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, that Kovalchuk was there. Zajac is like the mainstay. Zajac, Parise, Henrique, um, Zubris, Ponikarovsky. And then obviously guys like Eliash, Peter Sikora. Yeah, but they um, was Eliash within the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn. Okay. But it's like you look at who else played on defense, and it's like Gomez. here's Merrick Zidlitschke, yeah. Mark Fane. Gomez was uh, more than ten years ago because we're old as shit. Shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what about Gianta? Was he also? Um, God, I don't know. That might have even been. When was the last time Brian Gianta was on the Devils? Was that over ten years ago too? Are we? I don't know. Terribly I remember old? Gomez went to New York. Gianta went to Canadians or with the Zetas. Oh my God! Yeah. So Brian Gianta's last season as a Devil was in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay. <laughs> Fucking old. Right, Do you remember who Brian Gianta last played for in the NHL? No, and I don't like this segment anymore. Too. Yeah, I'd appreciate it if we didn't do uh... this. Penta? Penton. Give me give me the division. Ooh, Your no, division. Uh, my my division? Joy division? What? No. Oh, um the division the video game? division. Oh wait, was Christ. it Boston? I have a feeling it was something yep. stupid. Yeah. yeah, like why why was Gianta in Boston? He's tiny. Ryan yeah. Gianna went to the Olympics in 2018, played five games, had no points, and then played the last 20 games of the Bruins season with seven points. Ryan Gianna, Boston Bruins legend. <laughs> Forget. You also have uh, Kevin Bieksa. Like, th this was a weird one because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, Kevin Bieksa signed a one-year deal or will sign a uh, one-year deal, a one-day deal to retire as a Canuck. Hmm. Kevin Bieksa has not played in the NHL since 2018. Yeah. Why is this just like on LTIR? Now? Yeah, I don't know because like all, he he spoke at Luongo's Ooh. like jersey retirement ceremony. Mm-hmm. 
I I don't understand this, Canucks fans. I feel like there's something that I'm missing. Let me know. He wasn't on LTIR. He hasn't had an active contract in the NHL for four years. What are we missing here? Why is Kevin Bieksa just now retiring off a one-day contract with the Canucks? He did I, the Superman punch on the Ducks, and that's what he's remembering. That's his career highlight, right? <laughs> like Kevin Bieksa, known Superman puncher? Yeah. Like, fuck, man. Like, that's what I think of when I think of Kevin Bieksa. I mean, aside from, you know, being a part of those really strong Canucks teams and, of course, the one that just fell short, but that's what I think of with Kevin Bieksa is him just Superman punching people in the face. That's a good legacy to have. Yeah. Especially <laughs> on ice skates, it's difficult. Punching someone in general on ice skates is difficult, let alone the yeah. active Superman punch. So we'll move on to kind of talking about the uh, the action on the ice. No Superman punches, although there was a hell of a fight between uh, Marcus Foligno and Ryan Reeves last night. I don't know if you guys got a chance to to see that, but search that out if you can. It's just two big, meaty men slapping meat. Tuesday night, the NHL season. I know that Sin doesn't get that reference, which is the best part. Tuesday night, the NHL season, according to the NHL, officially began. Fuck you, Sharks. Fuck you, Prague. Fuck you, Baltimore. <laughs> That's right. Challenge pissing. I don't know if we can make the episode title challenge pissing, but if we can, thank you for listening to this edition known as challenge pissing. Uh, but the Rangers beat the lightning three, one in the NHL's officially unofficial season opener. Apparently uh, Mika's a with two goals where commentary said last year was really his year to kind of break out as a number one center. A reminder of uh, what Mika Zibanejad has done recently. Uh, let's go back. Okay. 2018-19, uh, 74 points in 82 games with 30 goals. 19-20, obviously the COVID-shortened year, 75 points in 57 games. 20-21, 50 points in 56 games. By the way, that uh, COVID-shortened season, he had 41 goals. In 57 games. Last year, 81 points in 81 games. You know, that Mika Zibanejad just finally breaking out after last season. <laughs> How does that happen? Like, he's one of the star players for the Rangers. How are you like, yeah, just last season. I'd be like, you know, in 2013, Henrik Lundqvist really broke out as an elite-level goaltender. Great to see it. I don't understand how that happened. Um, but yeah, Zibanejad's dope as hell. Um, and then Sin, I know you didn't see it because it's two teams that uh, you're not a big fan of, but the Golden Knights beat the Kings four to three in one of the most aesthetically displeasing displays I've ever seen. As the Golden Knights, of course, were wearing their gold jerseys, and the Kings have their chrome silver helmets. Oh, did the Knights not have their chrome or their gold helmets on? They're shiny. I don't. Helmets. I think I don't think they wanted chrome on chrome. You know, it was a good thing they really considered good. the fans' eyeballs. Yeah, that would have been horrible. It's also that horrible one. the Knights one, man. The two, what are they, two and oh? That's bullshit. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> they uh, would shut out Chicago last night, one to nothing. I think it was a 25 save shutout for Logan Thompson. Although, if you shut out Chicago, did you really shut out an NHL team at all? No, they, they only scored one. So, like, mm. they lost that game, actually. I don't disagree with that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. 
Uh, yeah, Mark Stone scored the winner, though, in that uh, first game of 26 seconds left because I think a lot of people forgot that Mark Stone's very good at hockey, and I can't wait to see where he plays next season once they trade him. <laughs> wait till he fucks up. Wait till he... <laughs> I mean, did Patch already even fuck up, or like... No, they just needed money. And then they got yeah. lucky that he got injured, then all the Knights were like, see, see, he's injury-prone. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I like to pretend that Max Pacioretty did like the Ted Lasso of giving team owners like fucking cookies every morning. And then just one day he forgot. And that's why they <laughs> traded him. <laughs> that that's canon in, uh, in my timeline, my history. And that's the most important thing. Vegas Golden Knights vindictive over biscuits. You heard it here first. On Wednesday, the Boston Bruins beat the Washington Capitals in both teams' first game of the year, 5-2, to two, uh, because Bruins hockey is an amazing experience. Uh, Jake DeBrusque was injured, apparently not for all that long, but of course he was. Um, but we saw the reuniting of David Pasternak and the return to the NHL of David Krejci, a pairing that Bruce Cassidy didn't like to run with that often, which... You know, a lot of people viewed as like, oh, maybe this is the reason that certain things haven't happened. And maybe this is a good reason why Cassidy was like, go of um, those two were amazing together. Absolutely amazing. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to overlook Pavel Zaka, but the other two certainly stand uh, stood out. David Posternak is a free agent at the end of the season. Future shark. Uh, dude, I I <laughs> called him the Aaron Judge of the NHL. Like Aaron Judge heading into this year for the Yankees, they offered him a big deal. He said, fuck you, I'm worth more. And then according to Roger Maris's son, broke the all-time home run record. And now here's David Posternock, UFA at the end of this deal, 26 years old. Whew. Prime. As four points in the season opener. Prime. Son of a bitch. How did you not get this guy signed before the season started? They are going to regret this. You have no negotiating power now to be like, hey, David, let's talk. He's going to be like, mm -mm, not unless you're offering me the high end. Yeah. And if you're David Posternock at this point, you know, yes, it's only one game, but holy shit, did you elevate your hype level and your notoriety in just one performance? Mm -hmm. Why Everyone wouldn't he knows. wait? Yeah, I was just going to say, everyone knows who doesn't have a contract going into opening night, and when that person put you know has a performance like Pasta did, everyone's already licking their chops for next offseason. Like, they're just like, well, he's not going to fucking sign. Like, clearly, like, look what he's doing. The team's not offering enough. I don't know what the Bruins are going to do, man, because he is, like, their centerpiece. He's, mm -hmm. the, he's their next guy. Um, Ian McAvoy. They don't... Yeah, um, McAvoy's locked in. Yes, right. also injured at the start of the year, unfortunately. But yes, and, uh, Charlie is signed. Lindholm is locked in. Boy, isn't he? <laughs> and uh, yeah, you need to sign He scored Costa. in that game, by the way. <laughs> Good on. Well, yeah, Better, I mean, yeah. I never, ever doubted his ability on the blue line. I think he's no. solid, but it's like, did you did you need him? Mm. Um, yeah, that's my only. Anyway, but yeah, you need pasta. You need pasta. I, I had it for lunch today. Fucking huge thing of angel hair. It was delicious. The uh, sign the man. <laughs> the issue that I see is that 
You know how Leafs fans for four years now have already been talking about when Austin Matthews leaves? Yeah. Leafs fans have? I thought it was just everyone besides Leafs fans. Oh, no. A big section of the Leafs fan base is also panicking that he's going to be leaving. Like The second he re-signed the deal, it became, oh, good, he's going to leave us when it's up. Yep. Like, oh, this... Yeah, he gets walked into free agency. Yeah, this Bruins season is going to be stressful as fuck. Yeah, because you're going to watch that man do incredible things and be like, why doesn't he have a contract? And he, he's not signed. You brought back Krejci and Bergeron for seemingly one last go-around because Bergeron, if you recall, didn't re-sign immediately. You know, we had to wait a month or two to get that news. So I'm uh, I'm very anxious about this season because it does seem like the last hurrah kind of year. Could easily imagine this being, despite the fact that David Krejci looks like he never fucking missed a, a day in the NHL, this could very well be Krejci Bergeron's last season. Pasta could walk at the end of it. And that's the era done. If that happens. Like, that's it. Like, yeah, you still have McAvoy, but you are no longer like the slam dunk competitive playoff team. Like, yeah. you're in Buffalo's spot and would have to really fight the tide to not continue slipping and to fight your way back up to still being competitive. This is going to be a very, very fucking stressful year. Um, if somehow, some way, they do the thing, then fuck it. Who cares? Pasta, you want to walk for $12 million in free agency? Hey, thanks for it, buddy. But, you know, there is a great chance that by this point next year on this show, we are going to be talking about the end of the Bruins' fantastic run that really began when Chara and Savard signed in free agency and is just now ending in 2022 of them being a contender. That is an incredible amount of time to be in that window. Like, let's be honest, the Bruins and Penguins windows have essentially coincided with one another at the same time. Both teams have been competitive now for almost 20 years in a fucking row. Both fan bases know the pain's coming. It's just for the Bruins. That core is a smidge older, so the pain's probably coming sooner. <clears throat> the Penguins have three cups to show for it. The Bruins only have one, uh, despite numerous finals appearances. Um, yeah, this is this is going to be my main talking point, I think, on the show this season. It's just the the anxiety yeah. surrounding it's where the I'm, Bruins go from here. I'm I'm I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it sucks. Like you, you watch Thornton Marlowe together and you're like, yes, yeah, it's great. It's fucking. And then all of a sudden it's like that step back happens and you're like, Oh shit. But for, weirdly for us, like after their step back began to happen, that's when we made our cup appearance. But then mm. when you lose that, it hurts that much more. Cause you know, like you're just like, eh. that was it. Yeah. Like that was it. And, and honestly, that's what 2019 was. already feels like game seven on yeah. your home ice and you yeah. lose to St. Louis. Yep. It feels like that was it. We'll see though. We'll see. Also on Wednesday, Carolina beat Columbus four to one uh, before the game. Uh, Canes president GM Don Waddell mentioned this six years ago. We had 4,500 season ticket members. We have almost 14,000 now. Wow. That's incredible. Like, that is an incredible recovery 
for that organization and for that fan base. And yes, obviously yeah. the largest part of that is they started to put together a winning team and winning teams will see fans in the stands. <laughs> but at the same time, like those are, those are drastic numbers. Like I wouldn't have thought the season ticket count in the mid 2010s was that low for the hurricanes, given that it's a fan base that yes, it was years before, but that had won a Stanley cup in their time in the city. Yeah. Like in, was it? Oh, seven, oh eight. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, six, oh seven, but I digress. Just, yeah. Well, I was be a hockey I, nerd. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Anyway. Um, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually it wasn't it's... even oh six, oh seven. That was the ducks. It was oh five, oh six. So there you go. I was wrong. We're both wrong. We can be was wrong it? together. No, that was the yeah. lockout. No, oh four, oh five was the lockout. Oh five, oh six, they beat. Uh, I always, yeah, I always, I always know. Oh five was the lockout, but I forget it's the oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the year it blends into, they always get you. Yeah, but good for them. And now I hope he can stop trying to market that fucking team so hard. He's stroking himself off to this. Good for him. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's something about Don Waddell I don't like, and I, I haven't been able to put my finger on it. But it's like. It's how much I know he's behind all of their push to market themselves really heavily on social media. Canes from the bunch and the bunch of jerks and to like needing a rival so bad that they're like trying to start fights on social media. Um, yeah. And, and still like it, it comes mostly from knowing some caps fans and like, yeah, it's crazy how much canes are trying to make a rivalry between us. And we just don't care. Like you're not, the, mm. you're not the penguins. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and then like, because who's the canes rival? They I don't never know. have I'm... really had one, and it's it's crazy yeah. how much they want a rivalry, and it's just it ain't coming. Like it just isn't happening. It's weird. I know we have Hurricanes fans that that listen to the show, and I'm intrigued to say, like, who would you say is your rival, and do you think fans of the, the other team <laughs> would feel the same way? Because what are you going to say, like, oh, Hurricanes fans, like you said, Caps fans don't view the Canes. Uh-uh. as a rival not at all um i don't think florida would feel that way i don't think tampa would feel that no. way because they're rivals with one another they're such I a would little say the, brother like, the closest thing that they have to a rivalry i'd be honest is boston because of the amount of times we've met in the playoffs over the past couple yeah. of years and even then i don't know if like i don't view carolina as the biggest rival. Yeah. Like you know, I, I don't even know who I feel like Toronto, Montreal, like, Toronto, Tampa come to yeah, mind just it. as much as Carolina does. So yeah, I'm intrigued to see what Canes fans would, uh, would say for that answer. Um, unfortunate news for the Canes. Andre Kasha is out with another concussion. Aww. Um, man, the guy's so good when he's healthy, but Holy shit. He just can't stay healthy. We're not going to pretend to be doctors here on this one. Um, but it, you know, you you do start to get the sense as a fan of like this is not Kasha. his first. Oh Kasha yeah, the signed Kasha Puck. I have one of those too. They're beautiful. Yeah. Um, just one of those things where you're just rooting for the guy's you know future and his health yeah. to be on point. If that yeah. involves him still playing professional hockey, cool. If it doesn't, cool. There was an injury, though, out of this game as well. He scored his first of the season, and now will miss three to four weeks. Patrick Laine out for the Columbus Blue Jackets. 
uh, with an arm injury, if I'm not mistaken. Um, talk about, you know, like deflating the balloon for the Blue Jackets. It's like, yeah, we got line A and Goodrow on the same line. Game one, line A ends up getting hurt. And it's gone. It's it's just cruel, man. Blue Jackets oh, fans aren't allowed fantasy. to have much. I have been fantasy. I'm so fucked. <laughs> you got all those good goalies for fantasy, and then, uh, yeah, Patrick Line gets well, hurt. I mean, they're wild card goalies, but I think, I mean, yeah, I think they're going to kick ass this season. <laughs> also, on Wednesday, the Montreal Canadiens beat the no, Toronto no. Maple Leafs 4-3. to Oh, they got tripped fucking hard. They what got, is it about yeah. Montreal that Toronto just... I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's the over French. the past couple years. That's it? It's just French? No, no, I'm joking. I don't know. Just different style of hockey that they're not used to. They're not used to playing down to their opponent, I guess. In this game, goal Caulfield... With his first two of the season. Sean Monahan in the lineup healthy at the start of the season on his birthday gets his first as a hab. Experience Marty St. Louis hockey, I guess. Like, God damn. Yeah. Um, they also had a really good moment, really cool moment at the start of the game pregame where Carey Price got a hell of a standing ovation from Bell Center. No fan base in sports, and I said it on Twitter and I stand by it, no fan base in sports does a standing ovation like Habs fans. You know, you think back to, like, the passing of Guy Lafleur and, you know, a near, like, 20-minute yeah. standing ovation, it felt like. Like, no fan base can create a moment like that quite like Habs fans. And they won the game. So they have yeah. that going for them. Yeah. Uh, so why, why do Leafs hate, hate, hate Montreal so much? It's just kind of bewildered me. Well, I, I think there's like the rivalry inherently between like the two most important Canadian teams yeah. on that side of things. Like if you want to completely disparage Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah, I, mean, um, yeah. I just think like recently though, right? Like the Leafs lost that playoff series to Montreal once John yeah. Went down to injury. Like the the Habs have somehow turned into a Toronto boogeyman. In which case, you might need to say like boogeymen because it feels like the Leafs have numerous teams that are viewed yeah. that way. Yeah, at, at some point you have to accept that's not boogeymen. It's just the fucking you don't have what it takes to get out of the first round yet. Whatever that may be. Between the Boston's. The Montreal's, the Tampa's. Yeah. I feel bad for him about last season because that was a conference final matchup being played in the first round. That was. Yes. yes that was insane. Was. Yeah. Um, AJ also had a question in here that I dropped down a little bit further on. Is Arbor Jack Eye going to turn into that next enforcer style goon that every fan base hates? He already has. Yeah. I'm who is this? <laughs> what have I missed? Um, I so he is the latest dude to kind of come out of the CHL um, that is just playing the most physical fucking hockey 
to try and stay on the team. Yeah. Um, it's really the best way to sum him up. He was undrafted, if I'm not mistaken. Played for the Kitchener so. Rangers. Um, dude's fucking 6'4", 240. And is just a fucking rocket. He's basically the new Radko Gudis. Oh, he's a D-man? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. talked about him on the podcast before. He got suspended when he was playing in the uh, in the OHL for um, fighting and then, like, giving a good gesture, like a sleep gesture, I think it was, afterwards. Huh. Yeah, Habs fans would love him, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. I can look yeah. it up. Hold on. No, he's, he's going to be one of those guys, for sure, that if he plays for your team, awesome. He doesn't play for your team, fuck. Hate him. Well, he's a lefty, so we know we won't ever be getting overpaid. So. Yeah, no big money for you, lefty. Yeah, <laughs> learn how to sh- learn how to shoot righty, and we'll talk about a big contract. <laughs> uh, there were th- three other games to take place on Wednesday, two of which not too many talking points. Uh, the Avs beat Chicago five two. Uh, Lekin and Nachushkin both had two goals each for Colorado. Uh, the Ducks beat Seattle five four in overtime in a pretty crazy game. Uh, but the Kraken, Matty Beniers, got his first of the season. He's still. Very much in that Calder conversation uh, heading into the year. And Troy Terry scored two goals, which is great because I was kind of worried Troy Terry season last year. It's like, okay, let's not have that be a little bit fluky. But two goals in the OT winner, pretty solid. Yeah. Brings us to Oilers Canucks. The Oilers win the game 5-3. Connor McDavid gets a fucking hat trick in the season opener because, of course, he does. Brings me to a couple of stat lines here for Connor. He became... The sixth fastest player to reach 700 points in his career. Um, he did it in nine fewer games than Sidney Crosby. Jesus. With 488 games played, McDavid hits 700 points. So the only, nuts. The only people to do it faster. Now, again, keep in mind, 488 for McDavid. Yari Curry did it in 483. So he almost beat Yari Curry. Mike Bossy, RIP, did it in 469 yeah. games. Nice. Stashney, Peter Stashney, 457. So McDavid was only 31 points slower than the third all-time. Or 31 games, excuse me. Damn. Connor McDavid at 488. The second fastest to do it was Mario Lemieux at 363. <laughs> Good God. And the fastest to do it was Wayne Gretzky in 317 games. Yeah, that's never going to happen again. It's a two and a half point game pace, essentially. What the fuck is that man? That's nuts. Wayne Gretzky did it in 171 fewer games than McDavid. Now, obviously, everybody that's listed ahead of McDavid played in the 80s and 90s. That is the, the big difference. Connor's a freak. But yeah, yeah, Gretzky's so many of Gretzky's records are fucking untouchable. It's yeah. it's absurd. But Connor also, is gonna set a new bar. Like I can't wait uh, to see like the next generation who idolizes Connor McDavid. Whew. How as fucking if didn't nuts is that gonna be? Like, as if you didn't feel old enough earlier on the podcast. I don't <laughs> yeah, like I don't even care. Like just just to see what other freakishly good players come out who get mm. to watch Connor McDavid essentially play on easy mode. He needs to, he he's in a league higher than the NHL and he'd still be on the top line in that league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nuts. absolutely. 
Um, what's insane too is like Connor McDavid's played almost seven hundred games. You know. Yeah. Like he's no, only twenty five. No, no, it was six. no, no, it was seven hundred points, but four. Oh, yeah, he's played games. almost five hundred games. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Already, that's still crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that scared me. I'm like, no. Well, I mean, the fact is too, like he's on pace to play over a thousand games before age twenty eight. Because he debuted so young, considering some of the injuries, at least that collarbone thing that went down. Yeah, in the the rookie year injury. That was scary. Which, uh, gave Artemi Panarin the Calder. Yeah, <laughs> that's still weird to think that Artemi Panarin won the Calder. Twenty six uh, year old. <laughs> the other stat line from McDavid. He now has the seventh most points in NHL history before turning twenty six. So he has seven hundred. And one points before age 26, passing Yager, who hit 700. Bobby Orr had 719, or has 719. Now, keep in mind, Connor doesn't turn 26 until January 13th. So he's going to pass Bobby Orr. He has 701 points after that first game. Brian Trottier has 760. Does Connor McDavid put up 59 points or more? before January 13th to pass Brian Trottier. I think he could. Probably. Like, that's what three I'm months, about. Like, three months yeah. from now, does Connor McDavid have 60 points on the season? I could see it. Because then in yeah. Yeah. three months, the season's over. He's going to get 120 points. 20, uh-huh, 20 right? points a month? Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he does it. I say he does it. The top four, again, player most career points by a player before turning 26. Steve Eisenman. Hit 800 by the time he turned 26. Dale Howarchuk, 848. Mario Lemieux, 885. Lol. Wayne Gretzky. Oh my God, here it comes. 1,459. <laughs> what? 400? Oh my God, like 1,000 1, enough. 459 and remember he didn't fucking start his career in the nhl he started in the fucking wha with indianapolis yeah fuck like i love these connor stats where it's like this kid's fucking unbelievable and then you get the juxtaposition with but here's what wayne gretzky did yeah (laughs) and it's just stupid every time yeah i didn't get to watch him Really until, you know, the end stages of his career. So I didn't get to enjoy this. But I'm, I'm really trying to remember to do my best to watch Connor as much as possible. Just because yeah. like, that's going to be our guy who we're like, fuck you, kids. Connor McDavid, like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm you know, obviously, too, like, we've we've grown up, you know, in, in the days of getting to see Crosby and Ovechkin mm-hmm. in yeah. their primes. You know, um, I got to watch the greatest defensive forward of all time play his entire career as a Boston Bruin, hopefully. Um, This has been a real fucking special era uh, that, you know, we've gotten to to watch over the past while now. And yeah, Yeah. like you kind of mentioned, now we're in this even crazier era, potentially, of Connor McDavid, the one guy who, I mean, you don't even want to be able to say can rival Wayne Gretzky, but in a sense, yes, just because of how much hockey has evolved. Mm -hmm. Because as the top comment on Reddit, responded to that Gretzky number is completely absurd 574 more points than the next guy and the next guy is Mario Lemieux yeah like that's never going to be seen again 
But you have to put it in perspective for what Connor's doing now, and it's pretty much the closest we're going to see. And if there's yeah. someone who does better than that over the next 20, 30 years, Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah, watch yeah. out. So, absolutely crazy. And there's one other, things, uh, one other thing related to the Oilers that's absolutely crazy. The concession prices. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I baby. Thought, I thought the lease were bad with their stuff and how it's almost like 20 bucks just oh. for a fucking fucking pint. Like, are you kidding me? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play six rounds of The Price is Right. God, Closest God. without going over wins the round. Yeah, but has Endo seen all these? Is, is he cheating? No, I haven't. I didn't haven't okay. seen them. I know the prices okay. are fucking stupid. So combo number one, chicken tenders, fries and a drought beer. Name your price. Chicken tenders, fries and a draft beer. Yes. This is Canadian, by the way. So it is Canadian. Yeah. Fifty two dollars. Endo Mills. 25. Bro. The winner of round one, Endo Mills. What? $30 even. Really? Yeah. yeah. I totally thought it'd be. That's not even that expensive then. I I thought it was going to be 50 Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. Round number two. Combo two. Two cheeseburgers. Two Lay's chips. Two fountain pops. Endo, you won the last round. Name your price. How big are the lace chips? Just like the standard little baggy. Oh, small little fucking Halloween size little snackables. Yeah, it looks like, it, yeah. like it's probably like thirty bucks. Since yeah, it's kind of what I was gonna go for. Um, I'm gonna say twenty nine though. Hedge my bets. Ooh, goes for the one dollar rule, what fucker. But it backfires. Endo yeah. wins round two. $55. What? How was that more than two drinks year? and a fucking bag of air? Excuse uh -huh. me? How $55. was that more than the one with the beer? That doesn't make sense. Look, your prices are stupid. Canada, Canada is not fucking real, dude. Canada's, Canada's not real. real. Um, Canada it's, it's cheaper exist. to buy beer than it is to buy soda, apparently, in fucking Alberta. Then again, it's second America, so what do you fucking what expect? The hell. Stupid combo number three all beef hot dog and a drought beer. That ain't all beef. Endo, you won the last round. Name your price. You said hot dog and beer. Yep, fucking hell. 40 bucks. God damn it. It's in 35. Well, you both went over, of course. Yeah, but we'll give it to. I mean, we could technically give it to Sin. Uh, it was twenty dollars and seventy five cents. Oh. Well, that's, that's good in comparison to the other ones. Yeah, that's really good. Like uh, for a hot dog and a beer at a game, that's that's pretty good. Get everyone drunk and fat on I hot love dogs. How absurd these prices are because there's no consistency. No, like it doesn't make sense. Like two cheeseburgers for fifty bucks. Pardon me, and then you get chicken tenders, fries, and a beer for, for what 30. you say thirty? The yep. fuck? Combo number four. Two popcorn, two fountain pops. Popcorn? Who turned popcorn. Mode on on franchise mode? This is bullshit. <laughs> so you know two this popcorn, me two fountain pop, 
Endo, you're still ahead. Oh, we'll go, we'll go to Sin this time. He was closer, but he did go over. Sin, two popcorn, two fountain pop. Name your price. Those popcorns are at least 10 bucks a piece. Soda's got to be five bucks. So I have to go. I'm going to go 32. No mills. Okay, so here the so the funny part about this is that we don't know the actual amount of everything. So this is like when you go in like math oh, class yeah, and you have like if soda is large, the uh, the uh, soda is in like a standard tall glass. Then I'm changing it to forty one dollars. Fifty five. So I know my popcorn, baby. <laughs> Yet again, you're both over. Yet again, ah. sin is closest. God damn it. Two popcorn, two fountain pop, $36.50. I should have stayed with my first answer. You should have. Question. Close. You should have. But you said 36 and I said 41. So eh, that's not that's not too far off. Both, like, so the last two rounds, you both went over, but Sim was closer. So we could say that we're tied, or we could say Endo's still up to nothing. I'll let the I'll let wait, the, wait, wait, the why is he the, going why is why is he up to nothing? Even like because he was closer. He didn't get the other ones right either. He yeah, that's closest. closest without going over. Price is right rules. You went over on that. Oh, 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 went over. I didn't know how. The, I don't know how the fucking price is right works. Jesus, you know why? Because I'm not a 50 year old woman. You're close. Go <laughs> 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 fuck it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. You, know, oh. you can pull off the look. You know, it's all well, there. All right. All right. God. I'll take my L on that. Fuck it. Combo break. number five. Homestyle cheeseburger oh, and a home fountain style, pop. Homestyle cheeseburger and a fountain pop. Sin, you go first. So two burgers and chips last time was fifty dollars. Homestyle yeah. cheeseburger now with a soda. I gotta go thirty-seven dollars. Endo Mills, your retort. So you said homestyle cheeseburger and a fountain pop. And a fountain pop. What did Sin say? 37. I'm going to go with 35. It's gonna be the winner of round five is technically neither of you. You did both go over. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, These are so inconsistent. They're so inconsistent. What okay, the what fuck? Is what, what, what's the price? What's the price? $22. What the what fuck? fuck? Why is it 55 <laughs> for two? This makes no sense. It's not it's fair. Style. You're supposed to charge more for that bullshit. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. This is what happens when you don't have enough capitalism. You don't know how to price shit. You dumb fucks. You, Be like us you and hate it. Of capitalism. It's just Alberta. They're the most like people for resources, Canada. They're the most conservative Rookies. fucking province in the fucking country. Yeah, which makes them stupid. Doesn't make them stupid. <laughs> All right, Endo Mills, let's make a note for 110 for a sensor. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. I'll forgive you. Oh, oh my God. We'll just put a little bleep there. You'll never know what Sin said. It's fine. Hold on. So, we'll just put the we'll just put the stupid. I'm not <laughs> there you go. Um, so technically we have one more round to go. By official Price is Right rules, Endo has already won. But if we're saying whoever was closest, Endo is now up 3-2, so Sin could tie it. Combo number six. Wombo combo. The signature beef sandwich and a drought beer. Endo, you go first. The signature beef sandwich. 
the drought beer. So like now I'm going back to the drought beer and I'm I'm just like sitting in math class like, well, if beer in this comma equals this, so then like yep. this is this, but there's a new variable. So now I'm kind of stuck. I'm like, I don't really know where I should go from there. Um, fuck. <laughs> that, that drought makes it stupid expensive. And that fucking was it luxury beef sandwich or whatever the fuck it was. The signature beef sandwich. Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking too posh for me. Um, fucking thirty dollars. <laughs> That's a good. Goes one. thirty. Yeah, I'm gonna go like twenty-seven. The winner of round six, Endo Mills, because it was thirty dollars and fifty cents. He was fifty cents wow. off. Oh, here's your fifty fucking cents. There, there you fucking go. So to recap, item. Huh? How much is each item? So to re that's what I was going to do. To recap, the cheapest item was combo three, all beef, hot dog, drought beer at $20.75. Ah, yeah, but I was hoping for like, what does each individual thing cost? It doesn't say. This this was only a picture of the combos, I know. Because I just want to know what the beer costs like. And then you could could probably figure it out. But yeah, so the hot dog was the cheapest. Then the home style cheeseburger with fountain pop. Then the chicken tenders with fries and beer. The signature beef sandwich with beer. The two popcorn, two fountain pop as the second most expensive. That's crazy. And the most expensive, two cheeseburgers, two chips, two pops. How do you get away with charging that much for popcorn, man? I bought a big ass thing for $8. I've made so many big ass bowls of popcorn. That's criminal. Yeah. God, this is one of my favorite things we've ever done on this show. I, I hate watch Ken's mind contort to like, what the fuck is this inconsistency with these prices? Yeah, Socialism, all right? No, that makes make everything work good. Yeah, we want it to work good, but it's the damn Albertans who don't want to. Maybe this will get in their heads that socialism might be the way to go. You know, my, my popcorn prices. It, it pissed me off. I'm the popcorn fiend. You need, you just need, you just need a nice little so, bit of socialism with your capitalism. I will yeah. say, Endo might have had a slight advantage with the prices being Canadian. I will admit to that. Oh. Endo had an advantage. I'm thinking of fucking, I'm thinking American yeah. this whole time. Endo too. did say keep Canadian oh, prices in yeah. mind. So, so combo we can inflate your dollar by point. Yeah, I don't listen to Endo. So, combo one tenders, the fries, you never let me fucking beer. speak. That's why. God damn it. <laughs> my wavelength is the shortest on this fucking podcast because you guys always fucking talk over me yeah i always keep an endo with me to you know blend the genius waves <laughs> so combo number one was the tenders fries beer 2173 american combo two with the two burgers two chips two sodas 39 dollars 84 american that's not bad Combo three, a, hot game. dog and beer, fifteen dollars and three cents. It's pretty good. Combo four, two popcorns, two pops, twenty six dollars and forty four cents. That's a rip off. That's movie theater shit. Combo Actually, five, the home style burger yeah. and uh, fountain pop, fifteen ninety four. And combo six, the beef sandwich and drought beer was twenty two oh nine. Like fifteen oh four for a burger and stuff, man. Like I go get it. Uh, I bet the food quality is shit, but I could go to a burger bar and spend more on a burger and a drink than that. Like, yeah, but those are so, great burgers. 
now that you know the price is in American, it doesn't seem as bad. But at the same time, yeah. you trying to base it off of Canadian made for a great entertainment for me at the very But least. also, I'm just trying to figure out the items being priced because it made no sense. Why Why one, like, certain Like why popcorn's more expensive than all but one other item? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is... Hilarious. Know. It's Canada, baby. Bizarre. How bizarre. Thank you. Thank you to the how bizarre, how bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> so thank you to the Oilers for that. Um, that would have been a perfect way to end the show. Do want to talk about quickly what happened on Thursday? Uh, the Penguins absolutely smacked the Coyotes six to two. Although oh. noted, Leafs and Bruins legend Nick Ritchie did score two for the Coyotes. Uh, the Pens had six different goal scorers. His name is Thick Ritchie. Ah, yes. Smile like the sun. The <laughs> The Philadelphia Flyers beat the New Jersey Devils 5-2. to two. Yes, they did. Two goals from Frost and Konechny each. Heart, baby. Let's go. The John Good Tortorella year. effect. <laughs> uh, Buffalo beat Ottawa 4-1. J.J. Paterka, Paterka uh, gets his first NHL goal. Victor Olofsson scored two. So a good start for, uh, for Buffalo. Yeah, we say the, that every year. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we really do. And then Holy midway through shit. the season, fucking trash, trade everyone. Fucking Jack Eichel doesn't want to play for the team because they didn't want to let him get surgery. He's fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Florida Panthers beat the Islanders 3-1. Nothing crazy to say there. Just goddamn it to the Islanders. Noted division winners, the New York Islanders. Just wait, they'll turn it around. <laughs> um, the Leafs beat the Caps 3-2 uh, Most notable thing about the game Was that the Rock was there <laughs> um, The Rangers beat the Wild 7-3 Only high spot for the Wild Matt Boldy scored two But the Rangers had six different goal scorers Kreider had two in that game And then the stat line came out A couple days ago about Igor Shesterkin Comparing him directly to Henrik Lundqvist through their first 100 games as a Ranger. Lundqvist record 54, 30, and 12. Shesterkins, 62, 29, and 7. Hank's goals against average, a uh, 243. Shesterkins, a 231. 915 save percentage for Hank, a 928 for Igor. Four shutouts for Lundqvist, eight for Shesterkin. Now, my takeaway isn't what goalie is better. My takeaway is the fact that they went from one goalie to another. Yeah. Fucking win a cup. What the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> Feast or famine, man. Like, I need, I just need, I just need a goalie in my life. And these guys have had Jesus. two franchise goaltenders. Squandered one of them completely. If they mm -hmm. fuck this up with Shesterkin, like, come on, man. How do you even do that as a franchise? Damn good question. Damn good question. Um, the Dallas Stars beat the National Predators 4-1. Mason Marchment with two goals. I was concerned about that contract. He's off to a great start. You're welcome, Stars fans, for the reverse jinx. And uh, Wyatt Johnston, who was a first-round pick two years ago, I believe, scored his wow. first NHL goal. Yeah. Robertson get, didn't get one. Fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know Dude, if Jason concept. Robertson doesn't score, it's shocking. <laughs> like, I expect him to score every game. He's the best. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, Calgary beat Colorado 5-3. to three. Five different goal scorers for the Flames. Uh, for the Avs, Nachushkin scored his third. 
do have a stat about Kale McCarr. Um, he now has, well, actually, it was actually for, for last season, but dude, last season alone. So like, where's the hype level for McCarr? Because last year, Stanley Cup, Conn Smythe, Norris, and the fourth highest point total by a defenseman in postseason history. Like, we talked about Crosby. We talked about Ovi. We talked about McDavid. Kale fucking McCarr is in he that conversation as, like, the era. Yeah, bro. but he, he plays in Colorado. So he's always going to be second mentioned. Um, You're not wrong. Like, and he's a defenseman. That mm. be, like the reason Eric Carlson had so much because he was in Canada, like, and he was oh my fuck guy, right, offensive defenseman. Kale McCarr is better than anyone who has laced up skates on the blue line in so so fucking long. It's Ray uh, Bork. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> have to I have to say way before him too. Um, but yeah, he he's he's literally possibly generational defenseman if you want to separate i know i know i'm not trying to throw around generational i hate when people throw around that tag often especially when they apply it to like player types fuck off with that but if we're gonna generational grinder yeah if they separate into forward and defenseman he's absolutely a generational defenseman he's a franchise player at minimum he is god tier yep (laughs) you'll have no disagreement from me on that at all Again, he should be talked about more. And it only seems like he really gets the hype when he does something spectacular. And then people kind of stop talking about him for a minute. And again, I think that's the Colorado effect. I would I would say you're right. No disagreement at all. Uh, we already talked about the Golden Knights beating Chicago. And then the uh, Kraken beat the Kings 4-1. Four different goal scorers for Seattle. And that is it for the past couple of days in hockey. The biggest takeaway from this show, Sin's new grudge against Canadian prices. I just have a grudge against Canadian. Not even pluralized, just Canadian. <laughs> and yeah. no, you got a response to that, bud? I keep catching strays. What the fuck? You're in it's the like last night? grudges right now. I hope you know that. that. Last night, and it's like tonight. And it's I'm like bringing like, an entire throng of Dolly to fuck you up. God. God, I just came here have a good time now. You're getting so attacked right now. Catching strays. I don't even know what nerdy reference he's making. It's just it's a terrible time. He's catching strays from a unit of 20 Thunderers with shields and full command. Sucking. This just feels like a fucking galactic gangbang right now happening to me. Like, what the fuck? Okay, I mean, man, we got a lot of potential like episode titles. Galactic gangbang is... Uh, like we got galactic gangbang. That's a Rick, Rick and Morty episode, I'm pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> So I don't know. Oh, jeez, Rick. I don't want to get that thing in my butthole. It hurts worse than Morty, you're, Morty, you're going to put in your butt. I'm going to shove it in there, Morty. <laughs> Morty. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. How bizarre. Generational Grinder. Galactic Gangbang. What should be the episode title? Let us know if we chose the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> we probably but- did. We're, we're full of gems. God, fellas, this this was a good one. I had fun today. Um, Endo, what do you what do you have going on here as we wind down the show? Aside from popcorn. getting bullied and eating popcorn, popcorn's poking poking mechanism, cope mechanism. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, die on NHL 23 because we know how much of a fun that game that is. Probably gonna go live after it of this podcast, and once it's up. Uh, I'm going to stream be a pro because there's no improvements on there. God help my soul. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to do and cry. 
I made That's two it. episodes, started simming to the draft and realized, oh my God, it's not reminding me to train. I have now have auto trained the entire off season. I got real mad. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they took that out of the game. It's fucking stupid. Fucking maniacs. Anyway, I'm on YouTube too. Yeah. Not playing much be a pro. I am playing franchise mode. Uh, and after this, I'm going to actually go play Skyrim. That won't be uploaded though. Fuck you all. Scrim. <laughs> Sweet beat of a scrim. Uh, yeah, you can catch both of these guys with me. Twitch.tv yes. forward slash Toogie24. Playing, uh, playing Eshel because franchise mode's in a real rough spot. The rosters are in a real rough spot. Um, yeah. Damn. It's been... Sam Sonoff noted 85 overall. <sighs> fucking hell. Hey, he kicks ass for me in my franchise, man. He just won the fucking Vesna. Let's go. Son of a bitch hey. doesn't even know who The Rock is, but here we are. Yeah, it's great. I do um, not smell what this cooking. God damn it. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm doing this year for NHL. I'm desperate enough that I'm playing Isha with the buds, with the boys. We're memeing. We're having a good time. Kind of. Having a good time. Yeah, it goes back and forth. It does. Like uh, if you want to listen to Endo Mills get ripped on by a mad Buffalonian, uh, <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash Toogie24. Maybe if, he go, you there. maybe if you bring back the fucking McRib, he won't be so mad at me anymore. True. With that, God. everybody, we will see you on Monday. The schedule for the foreseeable future every Monday and Thursday. We hope to see you then. Enjoy the weekend of hockey. Enjoy the weekend of Endo Mills getting getting dunked on on my stream. It's um, it's it's with it's with love. It's with love, like a galactic gangbang. It's with love. That's what it feels like. <laughs>